Welcome to Lesbians Who Write with Claire Lydon and T.B. Markinson. Conversations about writing and lesbian fiction. Join us as we draw back the curtain on the writer's life. Hello and welcome to episode 129 of Lesbians Who Write. This week's topic is Amazon's new A plus content. Joining me, Claire Lydon, is my co-host, the A-plus herself, T.B. Markinson. Hello, T.B. How are you today? Oh, that just filled my heart with joy being called A-plus. Aw, very nice of you. Um, I'm doing okay. I have gotten past my uh, massive deadlines where I had one after another, so I've had a little bit of breathing room, which is, that's always a nice feeling once you get past that one hairy part of your writing career or when you have a lot of deadlines and then you were like oh my god I made it and then you're like oh my god I can finally sleep <laughs> I like that I like I like those few days where everything seems like it's sunny outside and everything just seems like up and up I'm yeah. sure the next deadline is gonna cause me to come crashing down again but um right now I'm in the upslope how, how long do you because uh, I think that I've realized uh, I give myself quite a lot of time between the deadlines like I always have two to three weeks when it goes when this book goes off to the editor and so then I have two to three weeks and I normally fill those two to three weeks doing other things than writing uh, do you do you give yourself some time off and then start again I know you do more consistent writing than me um it depends on how everything is hitting um the co-write was supposed to go to the editor a bit sooner, so that one kind of threw a curveball into my planning. Um, but no, I usually have one thing after another. <laughs> I don't get a lot of downtime to enjoy the bird song <laughs> on see, my walk. <laughs> see, I'm all about the bird song. <laughs> but uh, speaking, it's, it's funny you asked me that question because my first thing I'm going to mention that what I've been up to mm. is uh, Miranda McLeod and I have started outlining our Kindle Bella series, so ah. diving yet into another yep. project. Yep. Now, I know the um, Bella platform is still extremely new, and I, I don't think it's launched in the UK yet, has it? No, it's just in the US. Okay, yeah, so I don't think um, a lot of readers have heard of it, and so I understand launching into a Kindle Bella series is a bit of a risk. But it also gives us the opportunity to get in um, into a new avenue for uh, generating income and a new, hopefully, platform for new readers. And since it is still so new, it, it may be a good time to jump in or it may just be a massive waste of time. I don't know yet. None of us really know how Kindle Vela is going to shake out. The good news is with Kindle Vela, um, once... You know, we published the last episode at the 30-day mark after you published the last episode. You can uh, repurpose it into a book on the Amazon store. So it's not like a total waste. So it's just one of those things where I think you really have to play the long game with Kindle Vela because no one knows how it's going to pay off. Um, there's still some kinks Amazon is working out on their end. We did get an update, though, about our Kindle Vela episode. Callie Chase, a, a lesbian author, has published on Kindle Vela, and I had um, some questions when I was going through that episode. And 
Callie is able to report on some stuff because uh, Callie has already published on Kindabella. One of the questions that was uh, kind of confusing was how Amazon was going to pay authors. Uh, and there was a, the issue with when someone signs up for Kindlevella, they get the 200 free tokens. And then if they use those free tokens, you didn't get paid for it. But Callie has said Amazon is now paying you for the free tokens. And then another issue I mentioned was um, how we were going to list our pen names. Um because Miranda McLeod and TV Markson, like, there's only, like, one spot, like, on, I forget how it's done on KDP. Like, you have, like, the, you can list, like, the primary author, mm. and then there, you can add another author, if I'm yeah. remembering correctly, right? Mm-hmm. I probably should learn this, because I'll be uploading um, a new project soon. <laughs> I probably should refresh my memory so I don't screw over my co-author. I've seen how some people are trying to put it on Kindle Vela where they like they put one name and then a hyphen and then another name or something like that. So you're able to get like two author names on it. So again, it's still all the kinks are being worked out, which is why I think Amazon has not done a massive push on Kindle Vela. They like to tweak things behind the scenes. A lot of times, unless you visit like your book page a lot, you won't notice certain things that they're changing. But I do check my book pages a lot. I'm like, oh, the, the buy button's a different shade of yellow this week. That's going to mess up something. And it usually does. <laughs> you know, there's always stuff they're trying to work out and everything. So I appreciate Callie Chase letting us know about the experiences so far. But it is something that, you know, Rand and I are kind of dipping our toes into. I won't say we're diving headfirst. We're only planning one series. But the good news is, or at least for me on uh, my end, the topic, the series is going to take place in London. I think a lot of our listeners probably know that um, I've been trying to surround myself with a lot more happiness lately. Um, there's been a lot of dire news with extreme weather and COVID and everything. And London is my happy place. Even though I don't live there anymore, I like to relive the grand old days when I lived in London. <laughs> So back in those days when we used to meet down the pub and have some Guinness, well, you'd have some Guinness. Yes, yeah, you're not a Guinness fan. You were, what, What's your drink of choice? Lager. Yeah, yeah, totally different ends of the spectrum on that. Mm-hmm. But um, so it'll be fun for me to relive, um, you know, my happy times in London. So, you know, yet another thing to uh, try to perk myself up. On other work news, um, going through the book submissions for the 2022 iHeartLesbian Reading Challenge to determine the final categories for the challenge, lesbian fiction authors have been submitting their books in the categories that they hope make the final cut. So um, I highly recommend if you are a lesbian fiction author listening to um, go to the form page and submit your book so you can weigh in on what categories you want us to cover. Or to include, we want a certain amount of books for each category. Also, um, I finally finished my Brandon Sanderson book for the second time. And now I'm starting the Casey McQuiston story. As I have now say in my head, the wo- it's the story about the woman who doesn't poop on the train. No, no pooing. <laughs> so I'm excited to delve into that one. I've heard so many good things from so many people. So I was, I have been a little conflicted though. Because you mentioned that her other book, the first book, uh, was it Red, White, and Royal Blue? Mm-hmm. Now, you said that one was U.S.-U.K. politics, so I was like, ooh, do I want to break my no-real-life 
for this one because that is kind of like my bread and butter right there i know yeah it would be i think that would be more up your alley uh but obviously it is two blokes whereas one last stop is two women i think you know read one last stop first and if you enjoy that one um you know you'll know if you like her style even though they're the two very different books but you know it's her style is her style so um if you like it i would suggest reading the other one because they are both blow you away good and then one final thing i do have a pepper update for those of you who don't know pepper is my new red car that i spent weeks this summer trying to purchase and it was not a fun process pepper passed the state inspection so that means my very last hurdle of getting pepper to the point where it, i i don't have to think about pepper <laughs> is done now we can just have fun together pepper and i have gone for hikes together it's been awesome Good. Yeah, all the car ownership stuff it's all in the rear room here. Good. I, I was getting a bit worried there because you said Pepper has passed. And I thought, oh my God, the car's died already? You haven't even got the bloody car. Oh no, it's passed the inspection. So good. I'm glad you've gone taking trips together. You're bonding. Yeah. You're getting to know each other. Yeah. Adventures with Pepper. Yeah. <laughs> so how are things over there? Oh, I should ask, did you have a nice birthday? I know you were... You, you had plans to go were you going away and you had a hotel stay and dinner plans yes yeah, so we had drinks drinks with friends and family which is very nice um got the tail end of the hot weather so that was nice a couple of nights in a uh, posh london hotel because um it's, that's how we roll and uh when you say posh are you in the soho area marlebone oh you went posh posh all yeah. right yeah you don't turn 50 you know every every day do you <laughs> so did you see any like mega stars no do you know what i used to work around uh, marlebone and um i used to quite like it and, and there's a waitrose on marlebone high street which i used to go to to get my lunch and there used to be quite a lot of stars in there all the time a lot of eastenders stars strangely and martin kemp but uh no didn't see any mega stars uh this time round. So yes, yeah, so I had a lovely, uh, lovely birthday week, and now uh, my book is back from the editor. Da, da, da. So this week is a crazy week of going through the edits before I hopefully dash off on a last-minute break. So, uh, but it just depends if everything goes to plan. I'm not going to say too much. Fingers crossed. I was hoping to go away for my birthday. Um, we've just made the decision that we will. So um, it's not the absolute optimum time. However. Um, I've decided it's important, so. Excellent. And then, um, oh my God, I completely forgot the name of your book. Change, Change of, heart. of Heart. Change of yes. Heart. Yeah, so Change so, of Heart so is you're... back from the editor. So this week is this week is just going through like a, a mad, crazy five days. You know, you were saying last week, you have to look at the edits and then think about them for a couple of days and then come back to them. That's how I usually roll, but this time around, no. Because I think what I'm going to do is um, get it all done and then send it off to a, a couple of my first readers when I... Uh, go away and then um i might have a little bit of uh, back and forth when i'm away so this time around you're gonna read what needs to change go make a cup of tea and then sit down and get to work yeah all right we'll see how this goes <laughs> i mean obviously i'm wishing for the best because i know you want uh you've been wanting to go away for a while well i always had it in my head that we would go away uh because it's my friend's birthday as well and he turns 52 and so we, we always wanted to go away for our birthday and we've been planning this for two years and then covid happened and then we weren't sure if, we're gonna, if it was going to be able to happen but i think it will be able to happen now so fingers crossed there's still hurdles there's still things that could trip us up but what well, you know i'm sending positive 
Thank you. out into the universe for you guys. Thank you. What else has been going on apart from, uh, you know, me um, scrabbling to get all my work done? Do you remember a couple of weeks ago, or about three or four episodes ago, we, we did the strengths and weaknesses, and I told you that I had the Clifton Strengths test that I was going to do. So I, in my head, I bought it in June, right? So that's how long I've had it. And so it took me at least an hour to get to work out how to get back into this account and get the test. Anyway, so I did the test, and I thought it was going to be more involved, take more time than it was. I was, I was thinking it's going to take like two, three hours, but it actually took about half an hour. Anyway, I've got my top five strengths, TB. Do you want to know them? What are they? Wait, what did you list originally? So originally, I said I was organised, a good leader, I get shit done, I'm disciplined, and can focus when I need to. All right, and what did, what were the grand results of the actual test? It turns out I know myself pretty well. <laughs> so my top five um, strengths are strategic, maximiser, focus, responsibility, and developer. You know what? I'm not going to lie. I wanted them to be a little bit sexier. I wanted to. I wanted it to come out that I'm, you know, creative and, you know, all this. And obviously I know I am creative, but you know what I mean? Not one is sex goddess? No. None of those words strike happiness in my soul, you know? I told my wife, and she was really impressed, but that's because, you know, she's an accountant. So she went, oh my God, they're brilliant results. And I went, no, they're not. No, they're not. If I was planning to be a CEO of a major corporation, brilliant. But as she did point out, I am the CEO of a corporation, my own. So in that respect... Is it good? Yes, I think probably they're true. I am a strategic thinker. I do want to make the best of what I've got. I can focus. I am responsible and I can develop ideas. So, you know, and people. So I suppose it's true, but I just wanted it. I wanted I wanted something to come out different, but I know myself. Being me, I was like, wow, those are really good traits. I think I'm with a plan. And I'm not even an accountant. We all know I can't add. That was one of the things that I did uh, in my uh, when I was waiting to get my um, edit back from the editor. So, yeah, I now know my strengths. Uh, but the good thing about this is that it does, if anybody else wants to do it, it's called the Clifton Strengths. It costs 50 quid, I think, to do it. But they give you a full report, like it's a big, long report. And they give you like two pages on each strength and um, they give you a top 10. There's 34 possible ones that you could be. Um, that's my top five. Do they also do your weaknesses? They do. They give you the, the weaknesses, but they also tell you not to focus on your weaknesses because you're, that's never going to change. So you, Clifton Strengths is all about focusing on where you work the best, how you work the best. That also goes with your personality. <laughs> What's that? You always focus on the positive. That's, that's what I'm all about, TV. I thought you were, I thought you were dissing me there, but no, that was a compliment. It was a compliment. <laughs> One other thing I did this week, which uh, I know that you don't really do this, but I like to keep a tally of how many books I've sold every month. I haven't included um, reads from Kobo subscription and library services. So I went through my last, in my one of my admin tasks in my downtime, was going through all the Kobo statements and tallying it up. So I've got another thousand... Um, borrows and reads uh, from that so that's uh, from the last sort of I don't know how, how long that was maybe two years so that's nice as so, you know just ticks that counter up a little bit TB yeah yeah I keep meaning to like actually add up all this stuff and then I'm like hey it's gonna really be hard and be you're really bad at math I mean I might have to hire someone to actually do it for me because I mean I don't think I would get the right number this is true. This is true. I would advise that maybe, uh, but you know, yeah, it was. Um, it wasn't sexy to do it, but um, it was quite interesting. 
Anyway, let's get on to comments. Comment one until what you got. Well, before I get on the comments, uh, we have a joint announcement that I should mention. This episode is going out on September 20th, I believe. That is the week our co-write, One Golden Summer, is going to be on sale. So I will drop the link in the show notes. If you want to, I know summer is sadly coming to an end in the Northern Hemisphere, but if you want to hold on to those summer vibes, I highly recommend downloading this book. It takes place in Claire's favorite place. Well, sort of. We based it on Whitstable. We don't call it Whitstable. So you get summer and to experience Claire's favorite place. And you get, uh, I was asked this on a on an Ask Me Anything I did, who's your favorite character that you've ever, if you could be any character from any of the books you've written, who would you be? And I decided I'd be Kirsty from One Golden Summer because um, she's my age. She, uh, a hot movie star falls for her. Um, and she runs an off-license and cheese shop, and she lives in my favorite place. I mean, what other character of yours would even come in close second place? I don't, yeah, but I didn't realize that Kirsty was, you know, I was actually writing what what I want to happen in my life, obviously, apart from the apart from the hot movie star falling for me, because I'm very happy uh, and in love with my wife. <laughs> but if a hot <laughs> movie star came and fell for me, that'd be quite cool. In Maybe le- you say that without the laughter. <laughs> She, did, she does listen to this podcast as well now she's going back to work so hi darling love you <laughs> <laughs> all right now for the uh comments update we have buy us a coffee update uh fiona uh, fiona uh, hadn't bought us coffees in a while because fiona was too busy launching fiona's first book so congratulations claire can i get a toot toot from you toot toot so yes that is always a major achievement so uh we're very happy for you and again, thanks for buying us coffees. Also, uh, Jean bought us coffees and said, "Keep writing. You two are awesome." So thank you very much. So, so we have you know someone who just published a book and someone who just thinks we're awesome. Awesome. Like, yeah. I think they're both awesome. Well done on the book. Thanks for the coffees. I am all caught up with comments on this end. And so am I. Oh, you still don't have comment love. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, people. At least send Claire a tweet or something. I should make some up, right? <laughs> yeah, you should, because you always kind of get this little sad look. It breaks my heart a little bit, but also makes me laugh. So let's get on to the topic at hand, which is Amazon A plus content. So what is Amazon A plus content? Well, it is additional content that can go on your Amazon sales page. Normally you have to scroll down from it. So it's it's um, listed in the from the publisher section. So it's Normally, if you're a series um, books, just below where all your series books are shown. Um, so you'll have your Amazon blurb, your Amazon cover, um, the series of books, and then probably the, the launch date and all that. But it's before the rank and it's before the reviews. That's where it is, before your, your bio. If you go to a book from one of the top five, uh, big five publishers, they would normally, if, if they're really trying to push it, that is, they would normally have some Amazon A plus content there. Up until about, I don't know exactly how long ago it was, but I think it's this year, um, it wasn't available to independent publishers. It has been available to independent sellers um, on Amazon Marketplace, and but it hasn't been available to uh, indie publishers until now. So it is a good thing to take advantage of because it does zhuzh up your Amazon product page. And let's face it, even if you're wide with your books like I am, still quite the the biggest chunk of your money comes from your Amazon sales. So 
Your product page is where you get people to buy the book. So the prettier and the more enticing you can make it, the better. And here's how you do it. So you can do A plus content for all your books. They just have to be live or you can also do it for pre-orders so you can get ahead of the game and do it there. And you can do it for A plus content in whichever language you choose. So you choose the marketplace that you want and then Amazon will copy it into, so say you choose English, Amazon will copy it into all English speaking marketplaces and to everyone who has English listed as their preferred language. So if you've got someone in Germany, but they've listed English as their preferred language, they'll see your A plus content too. How do you get to your A plus content? Well, you go into the KDP dashboard, then you go into the bookshelf and then you just click on the um, promote and advertise uh, link in the, on the Amazon dashboard. Um, I think that normally takes you to advertising and some uh, and some other promotions, but now it's got A plus content. Now I will admit, I did all this today, so I have done it. <laughs> so I did it for you. I was the guinea pig, TB, for everyone listening. Can I get a toot toot? Wow, wow, toot toot, and I think you get an A plus for effort. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, I see what you did there. So I went in, and I'm not going to lie, it's a little bit confusing because it's like, oh, learn about A plus content, do A plus content, and it just seems to take forever. There's lots of buttons to click to actually get to the A plus content. So don't be put off because it is a bit confusing. Uh, but I would suggest, um, this is not my general thing that I do, but read, read the instructions. <laughs> I kind of half read them. And it may have been quicker if I'd read them completely, but I'm not sure. Uh, but you know, just keep clicking. You could, basically you can't break anything. You know, nothing is going to be, nothing's going to be uploaded uh, if Amazon don't approve it anyway. So, um, and you have to go through their modules to get your content up. So it's not like you're going to, you're not going to break anything. So don't worry about it too much. Okay, so what can you put in your A plus content? So you you choose the book you want it to go for, and then you can put in modules into your A plus content. And these modules can contain comparison charts, company logos, book images or book samples, uh, things like character backgrounds, cover art, maybe something about your author background, maybe a bigger photo, your achievements, um, pictures of your awards, or you can have quotes uh, from the book, like from authors or public figures. Now, significantly, you can't use reviews um, that people have put on on Kindle, but you can use ones that, you know, some somebody, if you've got a, a quote from somebody famous or if you've got a quote from a, a official site, so say the Lesbian Review or something like that, um, they've given you a quote, use that. You do need for every image you put up, so basically it's graphic led, right? There are, you can put um, words in, but really view this as like a, a, a way to show off your stuff um, in images. Every image, every image you upload needs keywords. So in exactly the same way as every book you upload needs keywords, every image has, is a, gets keywords assigned. So just remember that as well. Um, and I, I reckon I put in about seven keywords per image. Why do they need that? I don't know. I, I'm assuming that that's just another bit of metadata. So it's a good thing, right? Because if you're, you're putting in every bit of metadata you've got in the Amazon system means that you're more likely to be found. Do they vary drastically with the keywords you already assigned for the book? I just put in um, sort of general lesbian fiction terms. So uh, should you put in like more specific ones? Uh, I'm not sure, but I just put in, you know, stuff that I would put in for my normal books. Okay. 
No, I didn't know that either. So, see? Aren't you glad that I did it? <laughs> I would so say... Did you, wait, I have a question. Mm. Did you read any of the directions before you started this? I did read a few lines, yep. So you, you're you just the one who um, <laughs> kind of just opened the laptop and just went going. You know, no, I did. I probably spent 10 minutes at least reading some lines, but there's a lot of lines and it's all like a bit, oh God, you know, it's all, it's all a bit repetitive. So, but I think the, the key thing is, is to come at this with some ideas before you start. So, but you can have a look at, you can have a fiddle around in, in, in the dashboard, but then you can, then you'll um, kind of see what they're going for. Uh, with, uh, the, as I said, with the modules that they give you. So that they actually give you 16 different modules that you can choose from. I don't think you're ever going to use 16 modules. I think maybe you're going to use like four or five. And basically, um, they're different sized images. So you have to click on them and then you can see which size images um, they are. Today, I did a comparison chart for my London Romance series. And then I put in a couple of images for Before You Say I Do and Twice in a Lifetime. And every image um, had to be specific to um, whichever module you chose. So you do have to resize your images. So that's a little bit of a pain. And every every image needed um, some keywords. And interestingly, they rejected the word queer. Now, I don't know if this is Amazon being homophobic again, because they accepted lesbian, uh, you know, all the time. But the word queer was not allowed in any of the keywords. So that was interesting. I know I put queer in like my keywords for my book. Right. It rejected queer, uh, queers and queer romance and queer fiction for me every single time today. So I just really? gave, I just gave up doing the word queer or anything related. Yeah. But it accepted like lesbian romance, lesbian fiction, lesbian novel, lesbian book, even lesbian sex. But it wouldn't accept the word queer. And it just came up with a thing saying the word queer is not allowed. So it's very strange. I don't know what's going on there because I'm sure that I've put the word queer in my keywords for the books. What if queer is in the title of the book or the subtitle? I, I wonder. I don't know. Or is it just the word? Are they only really just checking against the keywords you've assigned for that particular image? I don't know. It could be a quirk of today. I can't imagine that queer is rejected across the board, but maybe it is at the moment. I don't know. But I thought I find that a little bit strange. So what should you use um, your, your um, A plus content? I've already sort of gone over what you could do, um, but you could use it to advertise a series or advertise your bestsellers and cross promote. So there's one example Amazon give where there's a picture of a woman and then there's a picture of like a few of her books and then you're allowed to list um, if you like these, you'll probably like these of her books as well. So I'm saying it's a graphic led thing, but you can use text, but I would probably say you need to put that text into a graphic first. There are captions you can put on top of any graphic, but they're, they're not meant to be, you know, go into great spiels. It's meant to be a sentence or two. But infographics are really good. Um, and as I said, the comparison um, chart I did was quite fun for the London Romance series. By the time this comes out, it should be live. So go to the London Romance series and have a look. What you can't do is, again, as I said, re reviews from readers, only public figures or bloggers. Don't mention sales or time sensitive stuff. You can use um, quotes from your books, but just make them pretty. Um, make sure you own the rights for all the images. Uh, it says on the Amazon rules, awards must be proven. I don't know how that happens, but um, apparently they do. And just remember, content is not clickable. So 
um, is you can't like do it to uh, further your mailing list numbers. So there's no that. hyperlinks. No, no hyperlinks. So having done this today, what I did was, uh, so I made the comparison chart for the London Romance series, and then what I did for Before You Say I Do and Twice a Lifetime, I put a couple of graphics up, one each. I used the graphics from the front page of my Facebook. These are graphics that my cover designer um, already did for me, and the dimensions weren't too far off um, what the what the different modules in the A plus content needed. So I just kind of tweaked them, resized them slightly, but the dimensions were pretty close. So I just used those. So I would say a top tip is to is to note down the sizes of uh, graphics you're going to need, and then get your cover artist um, to create A plus content when they when they're doing your cover, your Twitter a cover, your Facebook cover, and any other marketing materials. Put it in there first, but you just need to see which uh, size you're going to want and then get them to do it. And I think that's a, a good way to do it. I kind of remember seeing an email from Bookbrush saying they had A-plus content, but I now I didn't open the email. So now I'm like questioning if they do or not. Oh, yes, that's a good. That's another good point, actually. Um, I did. I was listening to a podcast this week and um, whoever was which I can't remember which one it was but they did say that Bookbrush was on it so they may well already have it I didn't check that so uh, yeah so you could then just um, yeah use Bookbrush uh, Bookbrush is a great tool to use anyway just for doing instant mock-ups and stuff so if you don't know what that is um, just look up Bookbrush on Google so yeah really um, it, once you get through all the once you click all the buttons and there's a lot of buttons to click um, it's quite easy. I don't know how long it takes to review. It says it's in review and it says it can take up to seven days. Um, but you get the um, accept or decline straight away and then it goes into review. So my stuff is still in review at the moment, but by the time this comes out, hopefully some of it should be live. Um, and I just think it can only be a good thing. Just don't fall down a rabbit hole and forget to write. This is a marketing add-on. <laughs> and the next best marketing tactic is still to write your next book. However, Amazon product pages that is gold if you can get more stuff on there. Um, so I would say really don't ignore this. Um, and especially if it's just something that you can just resize, something that you've already got, um, one of your marketing materials for your book that's already been done by your cover artist, make sure to um, tell them to do the, do more of it or, or use Bookbrush. Um, but yeah, if you want to have a look at um, a good example is my Brazilian uh, version of Before You Say I Do. They've the pub, the Brazilian publisher there has put in quite a lot of um, A plus content. It's pretty simple stuff, but it makes it look very professional. Yes, yes, that's that's one of the driving uh, reasons to do this, isn't it? To make your stuff stand out just a little bit more. Yeah, and do remember that you know it's new. Most indies won't be doing this. Most big five publishers do this as a matter of course. So if you yeah. wanna if you wanna just make your stuff stand out. It is funny that it was rolled out this summer because I remember I was speaking with uh, Miranda about Casey McQuiston's uh, latest release, and she had A-plus content on her page. And I remember Miranda saying, this isn't available to us. This isn't fair. And then it was like the next week where we got the email, and I was like, I guess they heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, you know, it's just another one of those things. You know, it's another thing to add to your list. Uh, and I've kind of been avoiding it, so actually this was good because it made me go into it and it made me realize exactly what's needed. And now I will, from now on, get my cover designer to just make some more uh, graphics. So it's pretty easy to do, I think. Once you just, you just need to get over yourself. Probably took like an hour 
to read all the things and then make three different graphics. I don't know. Is it going to be like that extra word in the setup blurb? Is it going to take me three to four months? <laughs> don't know. <laughs> check back. We'll check back in another uh, in another month or two. I'm dipping my toes into the Vela, and you're dipping your toes in A+. So okay. the two of us, we're covering shit. We are. We're doing it for you, dear listener. I must say that I did read, um, we'll put this in the show notes, I did read um, the Kindlepreneur's guide to it before I went into the back end. But then what I realised was he'd used quite a lot of the stuff in the back end. So, you know, you could you could have a look at his or you could just look at the back end stuff. Um, his is probably a little bit more concise and a little bit easier to read because Amazon is just not very user-friendly, is it? So. Was that the article that actually had, like, screenshots? Like Yes. It kind of, it, okay, I think I have bookmarked that as yeah. well. All right, then. So um, uh, we hope this is interesting. I found it really interesting. Um, I hope I managed to convey that. But, you know, don't be scared of it, I suppose, is the thing. Um, I've been putting it off for a couple of months, and then I got something done in an hour, and I was like, and I did feel a sense of achievement. It was actually more a sense of achievement than getting my bloody accounts done, and that took all day. Anyway, do let us know what you think. If you're going to try our A-plus content, we would love to know. Get in touch on the website, lesbianswhowrite.com. Come on over, leave us a message, or email us, lesbianswhowrite at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter, at lesbianswhowrite. Facebook us, Instagram me. So join us next time uh, for more Lesbians Who Write goodness. We're not quite sure what we're doing yet, but um, we will, it will be great, won't it, TB? Do we ever know what we're really doing? We do, we do. We have been quite organised over the last little bit, but um, not not right now. I, I would like to ask people, please send Claire a comment so I don't have to see the sad face. <laughs> All right, then. Um, until then, keep writing. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to Lesbians You Write. Follow us on Twitter at Les Who Write or show us some love on our website by leaving us a comment or buying us a coffee. And sign up to our newsletter while you're there to never miss another episode. Head over to lesbianswhowrite.com. Also, if you could take a moment to leave us a review wherever you listen to this podcast, it would help more listeners to discover us. Thanks so much and see you next time. Music